We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. I listen to the trumpet of Jesus, how the world hears a different sound. Proclaiming truth when others think it is false. Proclaiming right when others think it is wrong. Proclaiming up when others think it is down. Down when others think it is up. I am Doctor of Philosophy and Teacher of Christian Thought Richard Lamborn, and you are listening to my radio show, Christian Thought with Richard Lamborn. Is your understanding foggy? Are your convictions shaky? If so, you have tuned in to the right radio show. Clarifying, understanding, and strengthening convictions is what we do around here. It says so on the website address, clarifyandstrengthen.com. Put your faith in God through Jesus Christ and take on citizenship in the kingdom of God. As a citizen of the kingdom of God, you get to live sane because your conscience is clear. You get to live drug-free. You get to live with your house in order. You get to rest. You get to enjoy loving relationships. You get to keep what is yours. You get to succeed instead of wallow in the despair of envy. You get love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and self-control. We will be right back. Folks, I invite you to the CTRL live event tomorrow at the Tampa Bay Center for Christian Thought in St. Petersburg. The title of the event is... The End, An American Perspective. We are going to look at the very beginning verses of the book of Revelation, specifically the word apocalypse, which means revelation. The Bible says that Jesus, the Son of God, appeared to the disciple John and orally gave him the revelation of what was to come in the end. America has had individuals who claimed to have special revelations from God. Who are they, and what is the difference between them and the disciple? The Tampa Bay Center for Christian Thought is located inside the ministry complex of Legacy Church, 3737 First Street Northeast. The time is 4 to 7 p.m., with a dinner break from 515 to 545. For more information, call 727-599-1013 or email me at CTRL at TampaBay.rr.com The Bible is the word of the eternal. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. To man, through man. The eternal is perfect. The psalmist says in chapter 92, verse 15, to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in him. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 48, Therefore you are to be perfect, 
as your heavenly Father is perfect. The eternal is perfect. The Bible is the word of the eternal. Therefore, the Bible is perfect. In his second letter to his son in the faith, Timothy, the Apostle Paul talks about the nature of Scripture. Paul writes, But mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, have nothing to do with such people. They are the kind who worm their way into homes and gain control over gullible women, who are loaded down with sins and are swayed by all kinds of evil desires, always learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Just as Janus and Jambres opposed Moses, so also these teachers oppose the truth. They are men of depraved minds, who, as far as the faith is concerned, are rejected. But they will not get very far because, as in the case of these men, their folly will be clear to everyone. You, however, know all about my teaching, my way of life, my purpose, faith, patience, love, endurance, persecutions, sufferings, what kind of things happened to me in Antioch, Iconium and Lystra, the persecutions I endured. Yet the Lord rescued me from all of them. In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evildoers and impostors will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of, because you know those from whom you learned it, and how from infancy you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. C-T-R-L Have you strayed from what you have been taught? Did you chafe under the ethics and moral philosophy yoke placed upon you by those who raised you? Did you decide to go your own way once you exited their abode, the home in which you were lovingly raised, and set your life on fire? 
Are you now trying to put out the Bernie numbers years later? Many a postmodern man and woman have done this. Having been raised under the influence and principled direction of the Bible, they tried living contrary to its direction. Then they found themselves trying to put out the flames over the next 20, 30, or 40 years. It is never too late to embrace the biblical worldview. The Bible says that God will give you beauty for your ashes. He will restore the years that the locusts ate away. Talk to God and say, Oh God, I am a sinner, but you sent Jesus to die for my sins and pay for my transgressions. I trust Jesus as my Lord and Savior right now. Thank you, God, for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. After you talk to God, I want to hear from you. Email me at ctrl at tampabay.rr.com or call me at 727-599-1013. I want to help you in the beginning stages of your faith journey in Christ. I have been on mine for 56 years.
Folks, I have an announcement to make and a prayer request to follow. First, the announcement. Dave, give me some trumpet fanfare. CTRL is teaming up with Capital Ministries. I have been accepted by this nationwide Bible study ministry to lead Bible studies for elected government officials, their support staff, and those who have served in the past, as well as those who aspire to do so in the future. I need your prayers. If you will pray for me regarding this outrageous undertaking, I would like to hear from you. Call me at 727-599-1013 or email me at ctrl at tampabay.rr.com. In our text today, the Apostle Paul tells his son in the faith, Timothy, that, quote, All Scripture is God-breathed, unquote. The word Paul uses for what he means as Scripture is graphi, writing, which for him is Scripture. We can be absolutely sure that Paul means the Torah, the first five books of the Old Testament. We can be reasonably sure he also means the prophets and the histories, first and second kings and first and second chronicles. We can also be reasonably sure that he means the wisdom literature as found in today's Old Testament. The word used here for breathed is theopneustos. It is a combination of the word for God, theos, and the word to breathe, pneuma. Kittle's Theological Word Dictionary says, quote, This word is used for the wisdom or dreams that come from God. In the New Testament, it occurs only in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, where, along with sacred, It describes the Old Testament writings that have divine authority. In the Hellenistic world, the idea of inspiration is common, but seldom refers to writing. In Judaism, however, God inscribes the commandments on tablets, Exodus chapter 24, verse 12, and inspires the prophets, Numbers chapter 24, verse 2 and following. Exodus chapter 24 says, God speaking to Moses, Then the Lord said to Moses, Come up to the Lord, you and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel. You are to worship at a distance, but Moses alone is to approach the Lord. The others must not come near and the people may not come up with him. When Moses went and told the people all the Lord's words and laws, they responded with one voice, Everything the Lord has said we will do. Moses then wrote down everything the Lord had said. He got up early the next morning and built an altar at the foot of the mountain and set up twelve stone pillars representing the twelve tribes of Israel. Then he sent young Israelite men, 
and they offered burnt offerings and sacrificed young bulls as fellowship offerings to the Lord. Moses took half of the blood and put it in bowls, and the other half he splashed against the altar. Then he took the book of the covenant and read it to the people. They responded, We will do everything the Lord has said. We will obey. Moses then took the blood, sprinkled it on the people, and said, This is the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words. Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and the seventy elders of Israel went up and saw the God of Israel. Under his feet was something like a pavement made of lapis lazuli, as bright blue as the sky. But God did not raise his hand against these leaders of the Israelites. They saw God, and they ate and drank. The Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and stay here, and I will give you the tablets of stone with the law and commandments I have written for their instruction. Then Moses set out with Joshua his aide, and Moses went up on the mountain of God. He said to the elders, Wait here for us until we come back to you. Aaron and Hur are with you, and anyone involved in a dispute can go to them. When Moses went up on the mountain, the cloud covered it, and the glory of the Lord settled on Mount Sinai. For six days the cloud covered the mountain, and on the seventh day the Lord called to Moses from within the cloud. To the Israelites, the glory of the Lord looked like a consuming fire on top of the mountain. Then Moses entered the cloud as he went up on the mountain, and he stayed on the mountain forty days and forty nights. It was on this occasion that God caused his word to man, the Ten Commandments, to be produced. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven above, or on the earth beneath, or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. You will not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. But he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, 
The Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Honor your father and your mother, so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, or his male or female servant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. Numbers chapter 24 verses 1 through 9 says, God inspiring the prophet Balaam to speak. Now when Balaam saw that it pleased the Lord to bless Israel, he did not resort to divination as at other times, but turned his face toward the wilderness. When Balaam looked out and saw Israel encamped tribe by tribe, the Spirit of God came on him, and he spoke his message. The prophecy of Balaam son of Beor, the prophecy of one whose eyes see clearly, the prophecy of one who hears the words of God, who sees a vision from the Almighty, who falls prostrate, and whose eyes are opened. How beautiful are your tents, Jacob, your dwelling places, Israel. Like valleys they spread out, like gardens beside a river, like aloes planted by the Lord, like cedars beside the waters. Water will flow from their buckets. Their seed will have abundant water. Their king will be greater than Agag. Their kingdom will be exalted. God brought them out of Egypt. They have the strength of a wild ox. They devour hostile nations and break their bones in pieces. With their arrows they pierce them. Like a lion they crouch and lie down, like a lioness who dares to rouse them. May those who bless you be blessed, and those who curse you be cursed. Folks, I am out of time for today. I hope you enjoy my defense of the Bible over the next 12 months. The best-selling book of all time is the Bible. The most studied documents of all time are the four Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The most hated, despised, and banned book of all time is the Bible. To own a Bible in Saudi Arabia, Afghanistan, Iran, Pakistan, Kyrgyzstan, Maldives, North Korea, Somalia is either illegal or severely persecuted. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck and write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name with both God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make your path straight. Seize the day. Keep your eyes on the resurrected Son of Man. Bye-bye, everybody, and favor unto all.